following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. People know we know. <laughs> Mike, welcome. Good morning, Mike Johnson. Philip Sexton, welcome. Good morning. Um, interesting week. Weather feels like it's starting to actually feel like spring a little bit, uh, although it's under fifty degrees out there this morning, and uh, it's nice though because um, we w- won't be coming in every morning and it'd be 30 degrees that kind of thing you know philip can switch from his miami hoodie to a miami t-shirt <laughs> you ought to just yeah. come in wearing that going back in the back change into change it since you're such a hurricane yeah. fan the, the t-shirt i got under it is a oh you got a Dupree for yeah well you could wear your <laughs> Dupree financial Dupree financial special there you go I don't think we make those anymore. <laughs> that you got a limited edition one. Now, that's probably a collector's item. That's why I only wear it for special occasions. I yeah. got to keep it pristine. Exactly. So, um one of the things that has happened in the past week in the markets is that the US Treasury 10-year is gaining in yield. It's dropping in price. So, uh you now have close to 3% yield on the U.S. Treasury 10-year bond. Now, why is that a big deal for investors? Well, every interest-bearing security takes its lead from the U.S. Treasury 10-year bond. So everything out there that pays interest has some relationship to the 10-year bond because they compare this thing to the 10-year and they will price it accordingly. And so when 
the U.S. Treasury 10-year bond rises in yield. In other words, so now you can buy a 10-year Treasury and get a yield of 2.96% for 10 years. Um, anything else that pays a dividend or interest will be priced accordingly. So we've seen some of the uh, interest or yield-bearing securities drop in price, which increases their yield to maturity or yield for, in, in the case of a dividend-paying stock, their yield during the holding period. So um, on one hand, you know, we might look at something like the development like this and say, oh, that's bad because that's affecting holdings that we already own. On another hand, you might say, well, that's a good thing because that means that um, we're going to be able to get higher yields for people and higher payouts. And, you know, Mike, as is, is, is you're well aware and talk to people about it all the time, uh, at Dupree Financial Group, that's where we work, and we work with retired people or people that are going to retire. We are trying to set up portfolios for them that will pay a decent amount of dividend and income for them. Right. And we we had a little uh, lunch and learn seminar yesterday for our clients, and we talked about it a little bit um, over the last you know several months. Uh, things had, you know, from a valuation standpoint, you know, multiples, uh, price to earnings ratios, different things had started looking expensive. Um, and the net effect was we've raised some cash, increased short-term bond holdings during so, that period. So when you say multiples and price to earnings ratios, you're really talking about just the price of the stocks that you're looking Basically at. Basically just the price of the stocks in it, simplest it, form. It yes, too high. Yeah, it was too expensive, uh, which is a good problem to have when you own something. Um, but so some of these things that we owned, we either trimmed it back, took some profits, or sold it completely, uh, yep. depending on the situation. Um but uh, we, like I said, the net effect was we, we raised some cash and bonds, and we've been in this environment slowly getting that money reinvested. Um, right. Because, like you just said, we're able to buy things now that have a higher yield. Yes. Philip, uh, one of the things that, you know, you, you do um, analysis and uh, research, and one of the things that you look at are these different stocks and bonds that uh, – are, are trading out there. Do you see increasing value uh, in some of these areas? Oh, yeah, very much so. It, it's when you start to look at, you know, not just not even just the yields, but when the 10 years has moved to this range of 293, uh, you know, high 280s, low 290s, you've started to see pressure on uh, some some decent yielding stocks and you've seen as mike said multiples of you know so what they're earning per share based on what the price per share is you've seen those seriously contract on some things yeah uh the business hasn't fundamentally changed at that you know it, it's they're still doing the same thing so now you're getting a stock that looks like a cheaper value 
that's yielding a much higher dividend. Uh, you know, so what that does is that now puts even more time on your side, hopefully. Right. And then if, if the earnings were good and they raised their dividend, then you're looking at a much higher current yield on top of just the price dropping. Exactly. And I think the big thing is, you know, when, when you're looking at a stock that's paying you income in retirement and you're living off of that income, you know, like I just said, it puts time on your side. So, you know, it may take, it may take that stock a while to realize what, what we find its value to be. But if you're living off the income, you've got that time to, to wait. It does. It, It gives you time by getting dividends it enables you to wait sometimes and get paid while you wait from the dividends. Um, we're going to take a break here. This is the Tom Dupree Show. You're listening with Mike Johnson and Philip Sexton sitting in. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. We'll be right back. The news you want to know. James Comey. He's a leaker. If they get to see the memos. No collusion. The news you need to know. Syria. There were chemical weapons at that site. Mike Pompeo is qualified. Not be confirmed. Stay in the know. Barbara Bush. I love her dearly. With News Radio 630 WLAP. I'm Chris Walls and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago and and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away. And I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad is it attacks belly fat. Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So, guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. 630-WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. I forgot my Bible reading this morning. I want to read from Psalm number one. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That's from Psalm number one. So here's an article uh, that is something I think we've known all along, but you don't get it in, you don't hear about it much. The Limits of Modern Portfolio Theory. 
Now you thought your eyes are kind of start to glaze over. But the fact is, modern portfolio theory governs how most retirement plans are managed. And uh, when you have a uh, a four hundred one k or some company sponsored retirement plan, usually your choices in there will give you an exposure to something that is governed by modern portfolio theory. And basically, it's a form of over-diversification. And in that, you don't really know what you own. You own something that is um, typically over-diversified and you're going to be function just like the market functions. Now, what we do at Dupree Financial Group is we will invest in individual equities so we know exactly what it is we own. We're not necessarily big subscribers to modern portfolio theory because it doesn't require any type of uh, analysis. So, so a little uh, hit history on modern portfolio theory. So, what it essentially does is it assumes that everybody knows every piece of information and everything is known across the markets, and so the the market allocates funds uh, accurately, uh, even in the short run, is what it's assuming. Now, the problem with that is we, we know that in the short run, especially, that the market's not efficient, uh, that you have money going to uh, momentum stocks, uh, FANG stocks, things like that. Um, the other assumption that it makes is, let's say you have a small cap fund, and it makes the assumption that a stock goes up a certain amount because it's a small cap it doesn't make the assumption that it goes up because this company has earnings that are X. It, it just, it lumps all these companies together in that because it's a small cap, it goes up this much or because right. it's an international, it goes up this much. Um, the, what we do, we don't say, well, because this company in our portfolio is a small cap, it's going to do this. No, we say because of the business that they're in, because of, uh, management because of a number of things. Because this, of the income they produce and give back to their uh, shareholders. Exactly. Because of those factors, that's why we want it in the portfolio, not because it's inside of some average, and on average, those companies do X. Uh, it's a big difference. Yeah, because because ultimately, I mean, passive passive investing makes things less efficient because, like you said, when when you truly break down capitalism, there are companies and managers that manage capital more efficiently than others in any area of business. And ultimately, those companies should be rewarded to a higher extent than someone who doesn't manage it as efficiently. And, you know, in the short run, passive investing is just throwing money you know, equally to, to, to both managers. And, you know, when you're really looking 
what you want to do when you're investing is you want to be able to look at, you know, manager A, manager B, company A, company B, and say, hey, this company is doing the things that I want them to do at a better rate than that company. So that's where your capital should go. You know, that that's that's the difference between, you know, an active approach and a passive approach. And during a market that's been going up, if you're taking an average of a pool of, let's just use the example of small cap, small companies, um, even the the poor perform or the poor executing companies, the ones that aren't profitable, because the market's going up, those will typically go up in price just on average. Well, the reverse of that's true too. You know, if if we're in a down market, then you're going to have those poor ones that are pulling down that average that you're in you're you're you you as an investor you lose your grasp on what's driving your returns yeah because i mean ultimately it, it's it's better to know how your money's invested who your money is invested with you know and how they're using that money than oh i'm just gonna throw it in this bucket that throws it to all these other buckets. But what about the fact that the indexes, at least you, if you do invest in an index, at least you'll be as good as the market people. That's the, uh, that's the argument we get. And sometimes your um, individual stock picking doesn't beat the market. And I, you know, to be honest with you, uh, you can make that argument. I thought you were going to say you had to bring that up, didn't you, No, Tom? No, <laughs> you can make that argument if you're 30 years old and you're adding, you know, $10,000 towards your retirement every single year. You know, I've, I'll have a hard time arguing with you there, you know, because over time, like you said, you should go up over time. The problem is, is it comes down to two things. First off, it comes down – you know, if you're if you're inching towards retirement, it comes down to okay, when did you start indexing? You know, when did you take your big your your big lump sum and start indexing? And you know, what is your withdrawal rate? Right. Because if you, you know, we we've played out this scenario. Let's say you started indexing in in 2000. You know, since 2000, there's been four down years in the market in the index so i guess yeah we're in 2018 now that's 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 a low percentage and the market is much higher than it was in 2000 the problem is is if you are taking a withdrawal rate during that same time frame you started right at the first the, the first three out of the four down years were right then in 2000 boom 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 you've permanently impaired your capital because you're selling into a downward market. Right. So even, even though the market is higher, your account, if you're taking a four to 5% withdrawal rate, your account is much lower than what it was when you started. And that's why it's dangerous to think in terms of average returns over a certain period because it depends on how those returns are coming. And so, yes, uh, in certain markets, there will be times when 
the market, the S and P 500 beats our returns. You know, if it's in a, you know, a, a big up year, maybe it, cause we have our bond allocation right. we have more defensive stocks. Um, but in down years, maybe we hold up better. So it, it, it depends on what your goals are as an investor. Right. Um, you know, does, does investing in an index meet those goals? Um, are you able to generate income from it and not be forced to sell into a down market like you just mentioned, Philip? How to woo investors in a volatile time. Pay them cash. This is an article out of the Wall Street Journal that came out this week. Uh, in a year of rising interest rates, resurgent stock volatility, and creeping political risk, many investors are taking solace in dividends. An unsettled market outlook means companies' capacity to deliver, deliver cash in the form of share buybacks and dividend payments is of key performance for shareholders. So do we feel like that some companies that pay dividends in a volatile market uh, may actually hold up better because they're paying cash dividends back to the shareholders? Uh, typically, yes, um, because let's say a stock's paying – four percent on the dividend and the share price drops because of the a broad market sell-off and to the point where it's yielding six percent on the dividend that's a big sell-off that's a big sell-off but that that it provides some sort of a safety net under it uh versus i don't know if i would have held on to it that long. <laughs> well but but versus something that pays no dividend right you're a hundred percent reliant on earning expectations and market sentiment in the short run yeah yeah but it, it acts almost as a as a leash on a dog because that 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 <laughs> you know it can run in one direction or another but eventually the market is going to look at that dividend yield and say hey well, is, that dog's coming back home yeah exactly <laughs> give it a little jerk that's a good one leash on a dog Oh, that's why we have you around, Philip. <laughs> Your analogies. Rental house. It's a Tom Dupree show. Stay with us. News Radio 630 WAP. The Land Rover Kentucky three-day event returns to the Kentucky Horse Park. This year's official event charity is Junior Achievement of the Bluegrass, the world's largest organization dedicated to educating students about work readiness, entrepreneurship, and financial literacy through experiential hands-on programs. Don't miss the best weekend all year. The Land Rover Kentucky 3-Day Event, April 26th through the 29th. Find out more at Kentucky3dayevent.com. What if we could reverse the effects of a stroke? At UK Healthcare's Kentucky Neuroscience Institute, we believe it's possible not just to save lives, but to restore lives. See how at UKHealthcare.com. If you spot traffic trouble, call the Bait Security Traffic Tip Line, 422-8727, 422-8727. Every caller is eligible to win prizes like a free flight lesson. Bait Security, protecting what matters most. I remember as a young girl going to Community Trust Bank with my mom. She would pack us all up and then we'd all go inside. Now I have two little girls of my own and I look back and I don't know how she did it. I still bank at Community Trust. They have 80 branch locations, over 100 ATM locations, online banking, and mobile banking. They've made it so much easier for me and my family. And that's what I love about Community Trust. Community Trust Bank, building communities built on trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
North Korea vowing to suspend its nuclear and missile testing program. The surprise move comes as North Korea's leader is set to meet with South Korea next week. And ahead of the planned face-to-face -face with President Trump, ABC's Kenneth Moten has the latest. President Trump reacted on Twitter, writing, This is very good news for North Korea and the world. Big progress. Look forward to our summit. On Wednesday, ahead of next week's summit between the two Koreas, Trump said he's willing to walk away from his talks with Kim, planned for late May, early June. If the meeting when I'm there is not fruitful, I will respectfully leave. South Korea welcomed the announcement from the North, calling it meaningful. Later today, First Lady Barbara Bush will be remembered at a private funeral service in Houston. The Bush family has invited relatives and friends and former presidents and first ladies. Britain is celebrating today. In London, cannons rang out, marking Queen Elizabeth's 92nd birthday. I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. It is a beautiful start to the weekend across central Kentucky. We're seeing mostly sunny skies break out and temperature-wise a little bit warmer out there. Highs will top out in the mid-60s. Tonight, look for increasing cloud cover. It is a calm and cool one with overnight lows dropping into the lower 40s. For your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP, I'm WKYT meteorologist Chris Johnson. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation, this is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. Ever wonder why Europeans seem to speak so many languages? Maybe it's because they use Babbel, the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Babbel's award-winning technology gets you speaking right away, whether you're learning Spanish, French, or German. And best of all, you'll remember what you've learned. I always thought I was bad at languages, but after using Babbel, I can tell you I was just taught the wrong way. Using Babbel's 10 to 15 minute lessons, you can be speaking confidently in your new language within weeks. I was amazed that I could start having real life conversations right away. It was so fast. Now I'm speaking Spanish. Woohoo! <laughs> no wonder Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in Europe. Try it for yourself and see why Babbel is the quick way to get conversational in a new language, like Spanish, French, or more. You can try Babbel for free. Go to Babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, or download the app to try it for free. That's Babbel.com. Americans are always on the move. They're in the car, at the office, working around the house. Americans refuse to sit still. So how do you connect with all of these moving targets? Easy, with radio. Radio reaches 93% of Americans every week, more than Google, Facebook, even television. Because, hey, who has the time to sit and watch TV? So when you want to connect with all those constantly moving adults, teens, and millennials, get to iHeartMedia.com and put AMFM Radio to work for your company. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. All right, John Short, you haven't been on in a while, but you're here, and welcome to the Tom Dupree Show, John. Well, thank you. You're a great American. You too. Well, thank you. And I'm sorry what happened to Barbara Bush. That's not good. Well, uh, she was 92 years old, and she had lived a long life, and, uh, you know, her body just finally gave out on her. Yep. And it's good news about North Korea. What they need to do is drop all their nuclear weapons. 
drop all their nuclear weapons. They don't, they don't need any more. They don't need any more. Just going to get rid of them. Okay, so go to North Korea and tell them to get rid of their nuclear weapons. That's right. All right. You think they're going to do it? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, Trump says if he isn't getting anywhere in the meeting, he'll just uh, go Walk elsewhere. Away. Yeah. All right. Our baseball team lost to Florida. That's not good. No, it isn't. Uh, but Florida's number one in the nation. We had beaten them before when they were ranked number one in the nation. We had done that before. Yeah. We're ninth. Yep. We are. So and I heard that our heard attorney Jeff Sessions might resign if the other person gets fired. What's that? Jeff Sessions might resign if August Sam or his name get, might get fired. Yeah. Well, it, huh? Sessions told Trump he shouldn't fire Rosenstein. I think I think Trump needs to do that. Yeah. And, I, and Mueller he needs to he needs to get, get rid of Mueller that way. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen right away. But if we're going to have a new attorney general, I think it ought to be. Here's something that needs, needs to be needs to be Judge Janine or have Laura Ingram or have Mark Levine on your board, so Billy Cunningham. All of your favorites. Yep. Or why not Jeff T. Cooner? Why not have him or Rob Hedrum? Why not take yeah. over the Secretary General? They really drain the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yep. Yeah, he, he found that way on the root bush. Yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't been able to find it. I quit looking for it. But if I do, I'll let you know. And don't get my savage new book, God, Faith, and Reason. All right. Okay. That one too. Okay. And my crow sketch for this week is tomorrow, 12 to 4, Monday, 11 to 3, and this coming Friday, 1 to 5. So you're getting a lot more hours now. Yep. So that's John Short's work schedule at Kroger's on Euclid. If you want to go see the real John Short, that's where he is. John, you're a great American. A great American. Yes, indeed. We're going to be in Florida about five runs today. I know it's a one o'clock game. I wish the pregame begins like at 1030 instead of quarter to one. Okay. We'll beat Florida by five runs. We'll see what happens. Thank you, John. Welcome. That's John Short. He hadn't been on lately. It's because I thought the show was, you know, I I hadn't been letting him on. It's my fault. But today I had him on. All right. We have uh, a lot of earnings coming in here on these companies lately. And it appears that even if companies are showing good earnings, which they are because this is earnings season, many of them are, the market is still not rewarding good earnings that well. What do you guys make of that? So it is uh, well. It's probably because you know we're so late. You know, in this in this market, um, that's a part of it. Um, another part, you know, you're having the ten year uh, yield rising, like we were talking about. Uh, but it, it is somewhat surprising because. Moving into this earnings season, you were seeing lower uh, multiples going into it than you did during first quarter. First quarter earnings were quite good, um, but you didn't see companies that did well really get rewarded that much because it had already been priced in. You know, people right. were saying this is going to happen, and the share price reflected that. Um, so you are; it is somewhat of a surprise from that regard. But you you are seeing 
companies that beat not be rewarded much and companies that miss or uh, have a misguidance, um, uh, they're getting punished pretty badly. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think that really since the end of January, the the overarching fear in the market has been, you know, inflation is going to seriously pick up. And, you know, I think that, a, a, you know, increase in earnings has kind of stoked that flame a little bit. And it hasn't necessarily changed investors investors focus towards the fundamentals of the companies it's more so it's almost kind of just stoked that flame of yeah inflation <laughs> inflation is going to start picking up i mean look at what earnings are doing you get you get what i'm saying there and you know i, I think that another piece of the pie too is for two or three years you you've had stock prices outpace earnings growth right you know this year you've seen stock prices go down but earnings growth still be in the in you know solidly in the in the double digit range for a lot of companies you know now you're starting to see kind of the opposite happen now you're starting to see some companies start to look cheap Mm -hmm. from that perspective uh you know i that that's just my personal opinion but you are seeing, um, even in light of the share price not going up um, as, as much as expected, you are seeing these companies raise, a lot of them raise their dividends and some of them substantially, you know, especially in uh, the the energy, you know, it'd be at a pipeline company or oil companies, you know, they're, they're doing quite well for a number of reasons. They have done well. Yes. Um, and you know, you've seen oil prices of, you know, it closed at about 69, I think WTI, uh, let's see here. Where did it close? Uh, 68, 68.06 is where WTI closed. Um, that's West Texas intermediate for those of you who are not industry people. Um, so you, you are seeing that sector, uh, still, still do well. Um, that was one, uh, company we've added recently is in that, uh, area because, uh, the share price earlier this year had been beaten up and Hey, the fundamentals are good right now. That's why we bought it. Um, but so that area you're seeing increasing dividends and the share prices are starting to move. One of the things, and we talk about it on our ads, um, that the, I, I just feel like, and, I, and I, I feel this way because of my experience with asking people this, the average person has no idea how much his or her, how much income his or her retirement savings will produce. And they go into this thing sort of Pollyanna-ish, thinking, well, you know, it'll be fine. I'll have this or have that. And they haven't done any calculations Mm -hmm. to figure out if this uh, amount of money they put away can be expected to produce enough money for them to live on during retirement. This is something that uh, I think people should uh, 
take time to, to study because if if there isn't enough there to support you during retirement, you shouldn't quit working. You should continue to try to produce an income uh, throughout your latter years until you're at a point where, you know, maybe you can't work anymore. Maybe you get up into your 70s and you can't or just really don't want to work anymore. Um, then you can begin drawing on your retirement savings. But these people retiring in their 50s and 60s, to me, it seems awful early. Mm -hmm. And uh, now some people work in jobs that are physically demanding and can kind of beat you up over the years. If somebody like that decides to retire from one of these physically demanding jobs, and then do something else, fine. But I do think that most people have very little idea of how much their um, money should be expected to produce for them. Right. Set aside. Right. If you're getting close in age, you know, if you're in the your mid to upper fifties and beyond, um, you should be able to get a pretty good idea of a budget. Um, I mean, that's the, that's the first thing you have to do. Right. Um, what's it going to cost? What are you wanting to do in retirement? And it depends on what you're wanting to do as well. Um, if, if you're not wanting to travel or you're not wanting to do much, um, then maybe it can be afforded. Um, but if you're wanting to kind of maintain the same quality of life, uh, do things, um, then it might not make sense to retire or it might make sense to shift, uh, jobs, shift careers. You, you can start, you can start a new career at 55, yep. um, easily, uh, because you, you have life experience. You've learned certain things that you can apply to other industries. Um, so retirement, we've said it before, retirement is flexibility. It gives you the flexibility to do something else that you want to do, not something that you just have to do. Um, but you have to have a budget. Um, go into it, really sit down, figure up what your expenses will be. Uh, the wild card is uh, health, health uh, care. Yeah, we know a fella who is pretty well off. He's got plenty of money. Uh, they sold a business, and he's got plenty of money coming in from his investments, which he's not taking enough out of them to liquidate them. But he took a, a small job with a company, and it's not a small job. It's a reasonable job with a company in order to have health insurance because as a retired person, with actually several million dollars set aside, he still did not know what it was going to cost him to buy health insurance, and it was a kind of a tricky thing. And so he took a job with a company, which he's going to probably continue to do for quite a while because it gives him health insurance. And for a number of these people, it's good for, you know, financially it's good. It gives you health insurance. Um, and a lot of these people really enjoy this second 
job, this second yes. career that they've started. Keeps them busy. Keeps them busy, keeps them engaged. Um, and so it, you can see kind of a a spark in some of these people once yeah. they start working again. Right. See, people, there's a lot of people in our business that will say, you, yeah, you can retire and da-da-da, here's why. We kind of tell you, no, you can't retire. Keep investing your money. But, you know, not everybody. Obviously, some people are going to retire, and they're going to fully retire. But <clears throat> if you're able to keep working and doing some things, sometimes that's a good thing. Stay with us. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Philip Sexton and Mike Johnson. News Radio 630 WLAP will be right back. From what's happening here. Barbara Bush has died. James Comey doesn't have credibility. I had sex with Donald Trump. To what's happening over there. Talking to North Korea. In Syria. President's strike was called for. Know your world. The whole world with a and bringing the world closer. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree Jr. Are you a retirement saver and investor? Do you know how much income you're going to need in retirement to live? Do you know how much income your retirement savings are going to produce for you during retirement and how to avoid liquidating those funds? If you don't know the answer to these questions, you aren't alone. However, if you would like to know, give us a call at Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 for a free analysis of your retirement savings. We believe every retirement investor should know how much his or her investments should be expected to produce during retirement. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400, DupreeFinancial.com, and the Tom Dupree Show Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom Dupree Show. You know, so much of stuff in the news is tasteless. I mean, that, that Stormy Daniels thing. We, we're not interested in who you did this or that with. It's just, it's pitiful. I mean, um, you know, and this debasement of uh, modern society keeps going on through politics and sometimes politics affects markets. Mm -hmm. You know, how much, and we talked about this the other day, how much do you think Donald Trump's Twitter activity affects the stock markets? Well, we concluded that it affects it, that it does affect it and them. So you have to try to get outside all the stupid noise in the uh, media and look at your investments through the lens of, of, of research and knowing what it is you own and why you own it. And I don't think there's any substitute for just hands-on research. 
Philip, that's what you and Adarsh spend a lot of time. Just talk a little bit about how your daily daily activity goes. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> wake up. You <laughs> brush my teeth. Yeah. So, so you, you know, you you come in, you look at the companies that you own first and foremost, you mm-hmm. know, because you need to you need to make sure that nothing's going on or nothing's changed there. You look at those. Uh, you know, when when you're looking at the news, when you look at something like, you know, Trump tweeting that we're we're gonna do airstrikes in Syria or something like that. Okay, you know, then you look at, okay, does this affect anything that I own? Clorox, they sell cleaning supplies in the United States. You know, Toyota Motors, they sell vehicles in the United States and Japan and, you know, greater Asia. They don't sell 40,000 million vehicles in Syria. Okay, you know, and you know, you just you look at these companies and you say, okay, that doesn't affect me. So if it were to push prices down, it's a buying opportunity. Now you look at something like tariffs. Tariffs could potentially pose a real effect on some companies. You know, you look at um, end users of steel. You know, by the time that you add tariffs to it. You know, there could be a serious price increase. So you you have to factor certain things in. But like you said, Tom, ultimately you, you have to look at all the news that is thrown at you and you have to decide what's important and what's not important because there's a lot of noise out there that, you know, can potentially move stock prices just based on emotion that is – exactly what it is it's just noise yeah and you know that that's the that that's where you have to really be on top of your game because if it moves it enough and it's just noise that's when you know you have to have conviction and take advantage of opportunity when it's given right well and it's it's understanding i mean the heart of what you're talking about there it's understanding the business that they're in you know, so if tariffs affect pipeline companies, you know, what's the effect going to be on that? But it's it's no, having a depth of knowledge on the industry and the company that you're in, uh, not just taking your marching orders from the market that day. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is you know you could see okay we're 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 imposing tariffs on on steel steel imports okay. You know, then you look at a company and and you realize, wow, they're, you know, they're, <laughs> they're down in price. But guess what? They don't really use that much imported steel. You know, the, the, like you said, Mike, the the math doesn't add up on that. Mm-hmm. So that's where you really have to be on top of things. You know, you it, it really things like that. Looking at noise of the markets, noise of the media. You know, that's where it really pays to. And I think that's been where it's helped us over the last um, two months where things have been jumping around quite a bit up and down market. Jack Bogle of Vanguard said he's been in the 
he's 88 years old, and he said this is the most uh, volatile market he's ever seen. So um, what has, that's helped us do is keep an eye on value, stick with things that made sense, and, and uh, buy when we're able to get a, a buying opportunity. That that surprised me whenever I, I, I heard, saw him say that, when I read that he said that. I mean, it has been volatile, um, but, I mean, you think over his career, the huge swings that, you know, has been seen in one-day drops, it, it surprised me when I read that, that. I think he was talking about just the ups and downs. Okay, yeah. Um, and, Percentage-wise. And – you know, in in index funds especially, you know, <laughs> you see because you, you're seeing all this money slosh around from one right. fund to the other because people are trying to make a, a short term bet basically on what it's going to do. So absolutely, you, you, from from that perspective, absolutely from fund flows uh, in those funds. Yes, I'm sure it has been. Reminds you of uh, what Warren Buffett says too, though. Money's like soap. <laughs> you know every time flip. somebody touches it you lose some exactly you know the the more you sit there and, and flip-flop it around less there is right <laughs> so one of the things that we focus on at the pre-financial group is investing for retired or soon to be retired people so that they're out their uh money they've set aside and and taken out in order to back towards their retirement can produce income because in a market like this, as volatile as it is, if you're having to take your money from principal, then you, you could have a very bad problem because uh, you're taking money out of your principal, which um, you may need to keep growing. You're, you're eating your seed corn. So what we can do is meet with you, come down and, and uh, make an appointment. The number's 233-0400. That's 859 area code. Or you can send us an email at info at com. Set up an appointment, and we can go over uh, your retirement uh, savings and investments with you in order to figure out do you have enough set aside and i'm telling you there's people that they have no clue yeah more more than more than a lot of people would think uh, it's True. uh it's scary so it doesn't matter if you've got a lot or a little it doesn't cost you anything to come in and talk with us we've been in business for 14 years 15 years as debris financial group i've been in the business for 40 years so I've been around. Stay with us. Or no, we're leaving now. It's the Tom Dupree Show. Thanks for listening. News Radio 630 WLAP.